This is Northwest News from KNKX. I'm Ashley Gross. It may seem far off, but a lot of public school parents are thinking right now about what school will consist of in the fall. At the moment, things feel chaotic. The dates for bringing younger kids to classrooms keep changing, and older kids in many places have no idea when they'll return to school buildings. So families seeking normalcy are looking to fall. But they're discovering the outlook for returning to school as it was before the pandemic is murky. Kamari Johnson is 11 years old. She's trying to make the best of remote school, including keeping up with orchestra class, which means playing violin at home by herself. Like so many things, it's not the same as being in class with other kids. Young people have had to put a lot of their lives on hold during the pandemic. They've navigated major transitions all via computer screen from their bedrooms. Kamari finished elementary school in the Kent District last spring during remote learning. She began middle school in the Renton District in the fall. But she hasn't gotten to walk the halls or meet her teachers in person. I've never been to the actual school that I went to. I've never been to, to like the inside. She had dreamed of finally being a middle schooler, having multiple teachers, stashing her stuff in her locker. But one of the most important things, making friends, is next to impossible in remote learning. The only way they communicate is through the chat box, and she says teachers sometimes shut that off. I do want to, to meet new people, but I just don't know how with like the chats and not really getting to talk to people and stuff like that. Kamari really wants to go to school in person. Her mom, Jasmine Ray Lynn, is not so sure. I'm really torn as, as to what I'm going to do when that time comes because, um, yeah, I don't, we don't want the sickness in our household, just like anybody else. The Renton District says it's working on plans to bring middle schoolers back to classrooms. With so much uncertainty this school year, Jasmine is wondering what will happen in the fall. To her, there are still a lot of unknowns. What will happen with the new variants of the virus? How will schools handle lunchtime? No one knows what it's going to look like, and it's something that's getting talked about every single day. Thinking about sending her daughter back to school makes Jasmine fearful. For a lot of other parents, the opposite is true. Continuing remote learning is what strikes terror in their hearts. I can't let my son go another year remote, another year without being in a classroom with teachers learning in person, because remote learning is just inferior. Colleen Skipper lives in Seattle. She's one of many parents not waiting around to see if the Seattle School District can figure it out. Seattle is only now bargaining with its teachers union over bringing some students in special education and the youngest kids back to classrooms. Colleen and her husband have been big believers in public education. Her husband taught in Seattle public schools for eight years. But the stresses of remote learning, especially for their younger son in third grade, led to a lot of tearful days. They moved him mid-year to a Catholic school, which he now attends in person twice a week. The days when he gets to go in person are just the happiest days. He wakes us up and tells us that it's an in-person day for school and everything other than having to wear khaki pants, um, he's super excited about. Now they're waiting to hear if there's a slot for their older son in sixth grade. And Colleen says she knows other families thinking about private school. As soon as Seattle Public Schools makes it more clear and more apparent that they don't have plans to be in person next year, I think it's going to be a mass exodus. 
Right now, there's almost zero information from Seattle Public Schools about returning to school in person in the fall. Superintendent Denise Juno declined an interview request. Seattle Public Schools spokesperson Tim Robinson says district leaders are hopeful that COVID transmission rates will drop and that schools will be able to offer in-person instruction to, quote, as many students as possible this fall, end quote. But the lack of clarity is causing parents to seek other options. More than 1,100 students have left to do homeschooling, attend private school, or an online public school. Parents are trying to read the tea leaves about the fall. But school district leaders around the region say they don't have a lot to tell them yet. I want the answers as much as our families do. Susan Enfield is superintendent of the Highline District. She says a lot will depend on how quickly vaccines roll out. Because of where educators fall in the state's prioritization timeline, they will likely have had a chance to get vaccinated by fall. It's less clear when kids will be able to get immunized, and schools may still have to follow protocols to limit transmission, including reducing class sizes. Here's Renton Superintendent Damian Patnod, along with Enfield and Gustavo Balderas from Edmonds. The biggest factor will be the guidance that we receive from the Department of Health. And the number one aspect of that guidance will be around, are we still going to be required to maintain six feet of social distance? As long as there's six foot distancing, we're in hybrid. You can't fit every child in a classroom with six foot distancing. Most of our classrooms are anywhere from 800 to 1,000 square feet. But in that square feet, there's teacher's desks, there's bookshelves. and uh, So they're not really 800 to 1,000 square feet. It's how many kids can you bring in in, in, in that space safely The Washington Department of Health says the guideline for maintaining six feet of physical distancing remains in effect. If that doesn't change by fall, what that likely means is that kids may only attend in person a couple of days a week. And setting up a hybrid model of in-person and remote learning requires agreement from teachers unions. Larry Delaney is president of the Washington Education Association. There's many that see us as the impediment to returning to some form of in-person teaching and learning, and, and I'd like to turn that around a little bit and highlight the fact that we are advocating for safe schools. He says local unions are pushing for strict adherence to six feet of distancing, as well as proper sanitation and finding enough substitute teachers. For families, this means a lot of waiting and wondering. And while some families have been pushing for in-person learning, there is a racial divide. In a Renton district survey, white parents were more likely to say they'd send their kids to in-person learning than black parents. One reason may be the disproportionate toll of the pandemic on communities of color. Jasmine Ray Lynn is African-American and says what she wants is just a lot more communication from school leaders. I could be swayed if I know more about what it's really going to look like behind closed doors in the fall, who's going to get vaccinated, who's not, are they checking temperatures? I want to know those things. At the same time, she's listening to her daughter, Kamari. I hear her loud and clear that she really wants to be around other kids. I want to be there for my kid and hear her wants and her needs and still, of course, have her safety in my forefront, but I really want to want her to experience her childhood. For Kamari, part of that includes walking the halls of her middle school and forging friendships not through a chat box, but face-to-face. Ashley Gross, KNKX News.